Good morning and welcome to another edition of Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I'm Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. Day 48 brings us back to the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 31. We pick up the story of Jacob and his life. I have a book um, called Relentless Grace that is all about the lives of Isaac and Jacob, and that is a recurrent theme as we've gone through these chapters, especially with Jacob, of God's relentless grace in his determination to bless and keep Jacob. And we'll see that continue today. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for loving us so relentlessly, pursuing us so faithfully, blessing us so abundantly beyond what we deserve. Help us to see that as we look at Jacob's life today in Genesis 31. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis chapter 31. Now, Jacob heard that the sons of Laban were saying, Jacob has taken all that was our father's, and from what was our father's, he has gained all his wealth. And Jacob saw that Laban did not regard him with favor as before. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Return to the land of your father's, and to your kindred, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah into the field where his flock was and said to them, I see that your father does not regard me with favor as he did before, but the God of my father has been with me. You know that I have served your father with all my strength, yet your father has cheated me and changed my wages ten times. But God did not permit him to harm me. If he said, The spotted shall be your wages, then all the flock bore spotted. And if he said, The striped shall be your wages, then all the flock bore striped. Thus God has taken away the livestock of your father and given them to me. In the breeding season of the flock, I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream that the goats that mated with the flock were striped, spotted, and mottled. Then the angel of God said to me in the dream, Jacob, and I said, Here I am. And he said, Lift up your eyes and see. All the goats that mate with the flock are striped, spotted, and mottled. For I have seen all that Laban is doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed a pillar and made a vow to me. Now arise and go out from this land and return to the land of your kindred. Then Rachel and Leah answered and said to him, Is there any portion or inheritance left to us in our father's house? Are we not regarded by him as foreigners? For he has sold us and has indeed devoured our money. All the wealth that God has taken away from our father belongs to us and to our children. Now then, whatever God has said to you, do. So Jacob arose and set his sons and his wives on camels. He drove away all his livestock, all his property that he had gained, the livestock and his possession that he had acquired in Paddan Aram, to go to the land of Canaan to his father Isaac. Laban had gone to shear his sheep, and Rachel stole her father's household gods. And Jacob tricked Laban the Aramean by not telling him that he had intended to flee. He fled with all that he had and arose and crossed the Euphrates and set his face toward the hill country of Gilead. When it was told Laban on the third day that Jacob had fled, 
he took his kinsmen with him and pursued him for seven days and followed close after him into the hill country of Gilead. But God came to Laban the Aramean in a dream by night and said to him, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob for either good or bad. And Laban overtook Jacob. Now Jacob had pitched his tent in the hill country, and Laban with his kinsmen pitched tents in the hill country of Gilead. And Laban said to Jacob, What have you done that you have tricked me and driven away my daughters like captives of the sword? Why did you flee secretly and trick me and did not tell me so that I might have sent you away with mirth and songs, with tambourine and lyre? And why did you not permit me to kiss my sons and my daughters farewell? Now you have done foolishly. It is in my power to do you harm. But the God of your father spoke to me last night, saying, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. And now you have gone away, because you longed greatly for your father's house. But why did you steal my gods? Jacob answered and said to Laban, Because I was afraid, for I thought that you would take your daughters from me by force. Anyone with whom you find your gods shall not live. In the presence of our kinsmen, point out what I have that is yours and take it. Now Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them. So Laban went into Jacob's tent and into Leah's tent and into the tent of the two female servants, but he did not find them. And he went out of Leah's tent and entered Rachel's. Now Rachel had taken the household gods and put them in the camel's saddle and sat on them. Laban felt all about the tent, but did not find them. And she said to her father, Let not my lord be angry that I cannot rise before you, for the way of woman is upon me. So he searched, but did not find the household gods. Then Jacob became angry and berated Laban. Jacob said to Laban, What is my offense? What is my sin that you have hotly pursued me? For you have felt through all my goods. What have you found of all your household goods? Set it here before my kinsmen and your kinsmen, that they may decide between us two. These twenty years I have been with you. Your ewes and your female goats have not miscarried, and I have not eaten of the rams of your flocks. What was torn by wild beasts I did not bring to you, I bore the loss of it myself. From my hand you required it, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. There I was, by day the heat consumed me, and by cold, and the cold by night, and my sleep fled from my eyes. These twenty years I have been in your house. I served you fourteen years for your two daughters, and six years for your flock, and you have changed my wages ten times. If the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had not been on my side, Surely now you would have sent me away empty-handed. God saw my affliction and the labor of my hands and rebuked you last night. Then Laban answered and said to Jacob, The daughters are my daughters. The children are my children. The flocks are my flocks. And all that you see is mine. But what can I do this day for these my daughters or for their children whom they have borne? Come now. Let us make a covenant, you and I. 
and let it be a witness between you and me. So Jacob took a stone and set it up as a pillar. And Jacob said to his kinsmen, Gather stones. And they took stones and made a heap. And they ate there by the heap. Laban called it Jigar Sahadutha. But Jacob called it Galid. Laban said, This heap is a witness between you and me today. Therefore he named it Galid. And Mizpah, for he said, The Lord watch between you and me when we are out of one another's sight. If you oppress my daughters, or if you take wives besides my daughters, although no one is with us, to see God is witness between you and me. Then Laban said to Jacob, See this heap and the pillar which I have set between you and me. This heap is a witness, and the pillar is a witness, that I will not pass over this heap to you, and you will not pass over this heap and this pillar to me to do harm. The God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the God of their father, judge between us. So Jacob swore by the fear of his father Isaac, and Jacob offered a sacrifice in the hill country and called his kinsmen to eat bread. They ate bread and spent the night in the hill country. Early in the morning, Laban arose and kissed his grandchildren and his daughters and blessed them. Then Laban departed and returned home. That's Genesis chapter 31 in the ESV. We're seeing a change in Jacob here. Jacob is not yet a true believer himself. He is not yet trusting in the Lord and faithfully following after the Lord. That's going to come in the future. But at this point, he is starting to see some things more clearly. Because of a vision that the Lord has given him, because of the Lord's relentless grace in his life, he has seen that in fact it is God who has increased his flocks and his herds and his wealth. You see, Jacob could have believed that it was his own trickery. You know, the trick he was using with the peeled branches of the almond tree and putting them in front of the flocks when they bred. Now he sees that that wasn't the real cause of his prosperity, but the real cause of his prosperity was the faithfulness of God. And so he also finds out that the sons of Laban resent the fact that Jacob has become wealthier than their father, far wealthier. Uh, all the wealth that God has taken away from our father is how Leah and Rachel refers to Jacob's wealth. And the sons of Laban are upset about this. And Laban himself is upset about this. As we see, he, he regards all the flocks and herds to still be his because they all came from what was his to begin with. We also see that Jacob has learned in the time that he's been with Laban. He's grown. And what he's learned is to be honest and hardworking and faithful in the tasks that he's been given. Even though Laban has changed his wages ten times, even though he's had to bear the loss of what wild beasts tore or what thieves stole, Jacob had learned the character qualities of being faithful, of being hardworking, of being honest, of learning how to bear loss and endure hardship. And he's come to have a deeper appreciation for God as the source of his blessings, the God of his fathers, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac, 
has been on his side and has blessed him. And he sees that and he acknowledges that. I wonder if we see that and we acknowledge that. Or I wonder if we're still in a place where we're quick to take credit for the good things in our lives and quick to maybe even blame God for the hard things in our lives rather than praising God for the good that he's given us and learning how to endure the hardships faithfully and honestly, keeping our focus on him. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you for your relentless grace in the life of Jacob, in the lives of us, your children. You've been so faithful, and we praise you. Help us to see your hand as the source of all that is good, and help us to hold to your hand through all that is hard in life. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for once again joining us as we continue marching through God's Word over the next three years. Tomorrow, day 49, we're going to stay in Genesis, picking up the story of Jacob with Genesis chapter 32. Hope you can join us then. Have a blessed day in the Lord.